Welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I'm Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. I'm so excited over here. Oh, there's some crazy excitement building already for this new episode. Here we are, July 2nd, 2021. We're officially in mock draft season, motherfucker. <laughs> and we're uh we're joined this is a this is a full-on mock this isn't even a, a mock actually this is a league no, that we're joining a, league, a ppr <laughs> jacksonville 12 team <laughs> 12 team pipper on uh on espen and uh you, <laughs> you we're here the draft is starting in about a minute and a half this is going to be a blast you've got the sixth pick i've got the seventh pick oh man I, i've already got about 10 teams just from joining ESPN uh, leagues for fun. Um, I realized I'm in, I'm in two different 20 team leagues, (laughs) which 20 team leagues you gotta, I mean, those are awesome. Are you okay over there? Yeah. I was just reading the text kind of zoning out. (laughs) You're in a 20 team. You're in a, wait, you're in a 20 team league. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. I'm in two 20 team leagues. (laughs) I'm in two 14 team leagues this too. Is, this is my first draft of well, 2021. Get, welcome to the fucking party, bro. Well, I'm I'm still reveling in my 2020 win. I have baseball going on. I'm reveling in my basketball win. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of reveling going on over there. A lot, it sounds like it. Yeah. It's it's pretty intense. <laughs> my uh my favorite thing <laughs> to do when I join these leagues, I've done it a few times now. <clears throat> is name uh, like for this twenty team league? I named my team twenty new BFFs, <laughs> uh, and then uh, another one a twelve team league. It's a uh, twelve best friends now league. <laughs> do you act really friendly in the chat? <laughs> no, no, I don't even think. I think they might have done away with the chat. Oh, that's um, too bad. Because it doesn't seem like you can do that now, but uh, probably, probably because of uh, weirdos like us, um, or maybe worse people, probably who write some crazy shit and uh, and they can, they have no control over it. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh, here we go. Oh, whoa! That happened quick. <laughs> <laughs> the draft is underway. Oh, so uh, man. Anyway, my uh, my teams. I feel like I have been ending up with a lot of the uh, the same players as you'd expect, and we can certainly go over some of that as we uh, as we go here today. Oh, the overlap of players that you have in your teams. Yeah, is, I mean, there, is, is there interesting like a, to you? Yeah, I mean, is there a certain guy you notice you're drafting in a lot of drafts? Oh, yeah, I'm on the clock. I'm on the clock already. You're on the clock already. Uh, yeah, I have a choice here of Ezekiel Elliott. Jonathan Taylor, Travis Kelsey, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Austin Eckler. Don't over, don't overthink it now. I, I'm going to go with my boy, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I think he's going to have okay. a monster year. All right. I'm going to go with Zeke because let's uh, get this show on the road. And I love him. I think he's great. I think he's going to have a great season. I think he's going to have a bounce back year. But the thing... Um, 
what the thing the thing oh no sorry uh jeez uh, uh the thing I, I i was just a little worried about is i do think pollard is very good running back yeah and i do think in a ppr league zeke is maybe inhibited a little bit because i do think pollard will be out there more often on pass catching downs in more than zeke uh, i think he could turn into the uh third down back if zeke you know muffs a couple balls or mm. you know doesn't look mm-hmm. too flashy mm-hmm. out there uh, you know catching the ball i mean he's a mm-hmm. fine pass catcher oh yeah he only he's... had 23 catches in for the first four games of last season when dak prescott was the quarterback for the cowboys yeah he's a fine pass catcher or I would argue an exceptional one. Exceptional? I don't know. I, I'm not worried about that, though. I, I, fair, I mean, fair point. I see what I see. I see what you're saying. Compared um, to but, compared to Jonathan Taylor, we, where Jonathan Taylor, I don't like. I mean, there's some good players. I mean, there's some good people behind him. Maybe some would say we, better than Pollard. Do um, we have to remitigate Arian Foster and or relitigate Arian Foster and uh, Ben Tate? Do we have to, you know what I mean? Like, fine. Even if Tony Pollard is like a 12th round draft pick. You're on the clock. I I, I drafted Antonio Gibson. Oh, oh, uh, this is interesting. Now I have Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, DK Metcalf, uh, uh, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders, AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson. Um, You know, I'm going to have to go with Najee Harris here. Go with the, no, go with the rookie here. The rook. All right, there you go. So you got Taylor and Harris. And so far I've got Zeke Elliott and Antonio Gibson. And I really do think that the two running back approach in the first two rounds is the way to go um, in these, in these drafts, at least from what I've seen early on, I think you want those two running backs. There is good running running back depth throughout the entire draft. Um, and I think you can get some real diamonds in the rough, even in the double digit rounds as we'll go over. But I really feel strongly about having two guys that you feel that you trust to start the season. And then, you know, you want to pivot a little bit later in the season, or you want to take some swings later in the draft. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned uh, like, I mean, the Najee Harris is a little bit of a risk because we haven't seen him on an NFL football field, but I mean, he doesn't have a ton of competition there. James Conner's gone. I wouldn't call that too big of a risk. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, compared to like maybe taking Metcalf or Mixon, like guys that are obviously established and you know what they're going to get. Ah, the two tight ends I wanted to get are gone now. Well, I, I really would have thought uh, Metcalf wouldn't have been a good pick there in the second round. Um, but I, I mean, he's pretty, you know, he's a beast, any of those runner, any of those running backs in that zone. I, I would have yeah. also sung your praises. I think Harris Mix, is fine. Mixon, Swift, fine Sanders. There. Yeah, they're fine there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. I probably would have went Mixon, my preference out of those guys, but that's uh, that's just me. Yeah, I, I think I, I just want I, I like I, I like to see like if I were to actually really be rooting for this team, like I'd like to see what Najee what, Harris has. What the fuck? You mean you're not going to be rooting for this team? I mean, I, I'll root for them, but like, don't be an asshole. My, oh my god, <laughs> you're you're up in uh, in forty seconds or, or I know, less. This guy Torres is taking forever. <laughs> it's a uh, a re- it's definitely a receiver pick for both of us, and he ended up going uh, with. 
what did Josh you pick? Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, terrible pick. Um, uh, I'm gonna. No, I mean, I have to go. Like, I understand the quarterback situation is a little iffy, but I just got to go with Michael Thomas here. I think that's a great pick, and I would have done the same thing. And now I'm staring down the barrel of Terry McLaurin, Keenan Allen, Amari Pooper, Allen Robinson. Uh, J.K. Dobbins on the running back side is really the only running back in that range. Chris Carson and David Montgomery, but they seem to be separated a little bit. I'm definitely going with Scary Terry here. Oh, uh, yeah. I do love myself some Scary Terry. Yeah, I think he could be a, a receiver one, especially with Fitz Magic in the building in Washington. Uh, that guy never, never saw a covered receiver he didn't want to throw to. Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think with Fitzmagic and, you know, they're the guy they had played towards the end of the year in the last, like in the playoff game. Um, yeah. Tyler Heineke or whatever. Heineke, yeah. I feel like he even showed some promise at least getting the ball to scary Terry. So he did. I, I gave yeah, the so bucks. They gave the Bucks the best game the Bucks had the entire yeah, postseason. Yeah, for sure. So I think the situation there is a lot less or a lot more encouraging than it was last year when I had Terry McLaurin. And, you know, he did, had a good season, but he didn't have a great season. And uh, I think he has the potential to have a great season, but just needs more consistent quarterback play. He was a rookie he, last year, right? No, he was a second, second year. Second year? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and he just never – I mean, he had Haskins, and then last year it was started with Alex Smith, then it was Haskins again, and it was just a mess. And, like, their offensive line was banged up, and they lost Trent Williams. Like, it was just a lot of things. So I feel like maybe there's a little bit more stability there this year with the yeah. quarterback position. And like Definitely. you said, like, Fitzmagic will just huck it a bunch, you know. And then it seems like this Heineke guy can kind of do the same thing. Um maybe a little bit more of a game manager sort of situation, but still seemed to be able to get the ball to scary Terry quite a bit. Yeah. Scary Terry had three 100 yard games last season. He, he totaled 87 catches all over 1100 yards, only four touchdowns, 134 targets. And here on ESPN, they're projecting him for a little bit more close to 1300 yards on 90 catches, six TDs. That's pretty fair. Yeah. That would be a bump um, for him. He'd be he'd be close to a uh, back end wide receiver one, I think. Yeah, in a twelve sure. team league, for so, sure. So yeah, I think the talent is is really definitely there for him. Um, yeah. Last episode, just last week, even look at us doing two episodes two weeks in a row. But uh, we, we talked about already. <laughs> we talked about lack of targets in Washington's passing game and that being one reason to target Logan Thomas as a tight end later in the draft to that same point. I mean, yes, they added Curtis Samuel, not necessarily been like a huge target hog or even like incredible player in the league at this point in his career, but Terry McLaurin, he sort of flashed. I think as it, a, takes, a it takes a little superstar. heat off of, of McLaurin though. I think it, yeah, it I, I don't think they like, who was their number two last year? I mean, their number two was, you know, their tight end Logan Thomas McKissick too had a bunch Mc of and McKissick had a bunch of targets but like now that they actually have a wide receiver that also can kind of confuse the defense because Curtis Samuel does a bunch of trick plays and can run the ball and do a lot of things um you know kind of like we saw like DJ Moore had some really big games you know because Curtis Samuel but Curtis Samuel can definitely not a bad player 
Yeah, I mean, I, you can have those games where you can get up to eight, nine, ten targets. Yeah. And uh, here I am on the clock again. This is the fourth round now, pick 42. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am looking at running back Chase Edmonds, Travis Etienne, Kareem Hunt, Mike Davis, Leonard Fournette as the top few there. Uh, Julio Jones, C.D. Lamb, Chris Godwin, D.J. Moore as the top receivers tight end not some i'm considering right now mark andrews and tj hawkinson go take a walk uh patty mahomes at the top there but i'll probably end up going with my boy cd lamb uh oh okay i mean why not why not it's the fourth round it was either him or godwin for me I, i think I like Jones, um, obviously Julio Jones, but going to the new team, I'm not worried about him, but he's probably not, um, you know, uh, a fourth round pick probably. Do you you feel like it could be one of those situations like we've been talking, like where maybe some of the heat comes off of him? But I mean, I guess in Atlanta, there was Ridley and all that. So Yeah, he was, you wanted when he got like 10 targets a game. You know, you wanted when Atlanta was coming back in the fourth quarter. I think I'm going to have to go with Godwin here, by the way. Yeah, Godwin was would be my second choice there to yeah. to Lamb. Interesting. And, uh, um, I, I almost went with him. I mean, I think I I probably would go, would have gone with Godwin in our league. Just maybe played it a little safer. Yeah. But um. But I like Lamb a lot. Yeah, I like this. I like I like this combo I have here with Taylor Harris, um, Thomas, and Godwin. That's a good team. That's a yeah. hell of a team right now. I like it. I like your team too. The only thing I'm a little uh, concerned on your end is that you have a running back and receiver from the same team on both cases. I do. It's true. Well, so it could be, it could work to your advantage because then you definitely have most of the touchdowns and yardages on the, on that team. But you know, if somebody, if that, if that offense has a bad week, yeah, well, good good call, and I didn't even really notice it until you brought it up, and uh, maybe I would have tried to to zig a little bit there had I noticed. Um, but I'm not too worried about it now because, you know, there's only four players on my team. We're going to add about uh, 15 more or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, no, and so I mean, di- I don't think it's a big the, deal. But it's I th- just I something think, I noticed. And diversifying the bye weeks is something bye to weeks. look at. Uh, so I'd probably rather not draft one of those guys, a player with that same bye week at this point, if I intend on starting him. Yeah, nine and seven, yeah. you got to stay away from. Yeah, I should probably stay away from those from here on out. But I did look ahead at those running backs. Those running backs I mentioned, I liked them. Chase Edmonds, Travis Etienne, Kareem Hunt, Mike Davis, but I didn't like them in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I like them. Maybe one of them will be there in the fifth, and it looks like that is possibly gotcha. playing out. We're yeah. only a few picks away here. You are, you are up at pick 54 in just a moment. Who are you looking at? That's interesting. I, I'm definitely looking at running one of those running backs here. Um, I like Chase Edmonds, but, I mean, they still got Kenyon Drake there. They added no, they James don't. Oh, Drake went to uh, the Raiders. Drake is in Las Vegas. Yeah, he's in Las Vegas. But Arizona's got James Conner, the Terminator. James Conner. But I don't love James Conner. No, no one does. No one does. Especially, yeah. Huh. (laughs) But but he could get a lot of run. They they are actually pretty run heavy. And um, 
Chase Edmonds wasn't a goal line or even a red zone guy really last year, as far as uh, rushing carries go. So I would have to imagine James Connor, if he's healthy, he's going to get a lot of run in the, in the red zone. He's going to get goal line carries Yeah, in a, in a, a pretty high or what should be a high octane um, offense in Arizona that's high tempo and that scores a lot of points. So that could have some value later in the draft, certainly in standard leagues, maybe not so much in a PPR, but back to chase Edmonds. I think, I think he could be this year's Austin Eckler. If things fire, you know, this could be a great spot for him. Yeah, he could be that. I mean, I do like, I do, I do like him a lot. Uh Um, and you hate Travis Etienne as we broke down last I don't hate episode. him. I don't hate him. I just don't think you should draft him first in that dynasty league. Yeah, because the pass catching running back, um, you know, who who totals, you know, maybe six catches and uh maybe sixty yards rushing per game has never had any real value in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 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 looking I'm trying to figure out who I want to pick here. Yeah. I no, go there's a wide wide receivers, there's Mark Andrews, Kyler Murray, Dak, um, the running backs that you had mentioned. Um I'm your boy go, James Robinson. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a Chenault here. Ooh, interesting. In the fifth round. Yeah, I like his upside a lot. I like oh, well, good. Uh, I like that. Uh, I, I think Trevor Lawrence, uh, new coach. I think they're going to really get the most out of him. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, he had 18 carries. I could see that, you know, balloon up to over like 30, 40 carries. Maybe. He had 79 targets last year. Okay. I mean, I think it's a good pick. I don't have a problem with it. He was a rookie last year. I think he's a good player. A um, lot of mouths, getting to be a lot of mouths to feed in that Jacksonville offense now. So they have James Robinson, your boyfriend, as we mentioned last week, mm-hmm. um, and my boyfriend, Travis Etienne, two running backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many carries to go around. Um, and Etienne has been lining up out wide, and that was why I mentioned him as being a uh, solid pass catcher this season. I think he's going to have a lot of – uh, he's going to play, he's going to play a role similar to Chenault. So I do think they're going to be a dynamic offense, um, in that both of those guys are going to get some, some close to the line targets in Jacksonville with a better, more efficient passer. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, I like the upside. I, I like, I, you know, I feel like that offense is going to be much better with you know, Trevor Lawrence there with urban Meyer as the coach. Um, I, I think it could be, it could be interesting. Your butt could be interesting. Yeah, I think it could be. <laughs> All right. I'm on the clock next. I'm actually taking a peek at QB and tight end. Uh, Hawkinson is on the board. Now I am on the clock. TJ Hawkinson's still on the board. Uh, Logan Thomas still on the board. We're at pick 66. Uh, there's also some decent QBs on the board still. Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, 
Ryan Tannethrill, Jalen Hurts. I feel like I like a lot of those guys, so I'm definitely not going to go quarterback right now. I do think TJ Hawkinson has a chance to be worth this draft pick here, um, mm. and I'm somewhat mm. tempted to make that pick because they lost Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. Marvin yeah. Jones went to the aforementioned Jaguars, which muddies up that receiver room a little bit with uh, Goff, DJ Shark. Goff looks to the tight end quite a bit. Yep. What about Beckham here at 66? How do you feel about that? I'm, I'm considering it. Odell Beckham. I mean, it could be a great value, but I feel like we say this every year for the past yeah. couple of years, like, Oh, Odell Beckham like falls this far. And then you get him and you're like, Oh, that's why he fell that far. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm just going to go with Hawkinson. I think just kind of, Oh, the, but he's a week nine bye. Oh, that's rough. I'm st- I'm still going to, I'm still going to do it. I'll just get a backup tight end. All right. I went with TJ Hawkinson there. I don't know. I haven't gotten him at all in, in my mocks uh, or drafts this season. Um, he's probably usually gone around that time or right. Maybe slightly before. I'm going to um, go with my boy, uh, Logan Thomas here. Oh, there I'm you go. You didn't, I'm glad you didn't take him. Okay. I considered it. Yeah, I know. That's why I was quiet. Yeah. I didn't say anything. But he was on my Redskins. I wasn't going to go for that uh, that there same you go. team. There yeah. you go. Or not the there Redskins, the Washington football team. The Washington football team. But I have been more WFT. likely. Yeah, <laughs> I've been more likely to go quarterback early this year than tight end. I mean, I just see quite a few quarterbacks. Maybe they'll get taken up. But I've noticed a lot of people have taken quarterbacks in this league already. But like, I mean, even look at like ranked 104 and 105. You got Ryan Tannenhill and Jalen Hurts. I know, right? It's, like, it's juicy. Like, I feel like there's a lot of value down here. Yeah. Stafford is at 128. Trevor Lawrence, 129. I love it. Yeah. It's not bad. I love running, it. And running, I, running backs are are hard to really. They are. This is becoming a dead zone. Yeah. And uh, I do want to note that I probably would have went Cortland Sutton if he was on the board, but he was taking one pick in front of me at uh, 6.6. I love Cortland Sutton's talent. There's still a lot of receivers on the board though, but Beckham's still on the board. Here we are. He's ranked 50th and we're sitting here in pick 71. So people not really sure what to make of Beckham this year. Yeah. Same thing with Juju Smith-Schuster and Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Odell just went. Okay. Juju just went. Okay, and there you but go. But that might have been auto-draft teams, who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, those could be massive values there in this end of the sixth, beginning of the seventh round. Yeah. Back come Some... uh, Juju and Cooks. They all went right back to back to back. Well, I think, yeah, I think they're all rated one, two, three there. Yeah. So it could have been... Although I don't see why you wouldn't take them at that point. They're fine draft picks there. Um, I mean, I like Claypool. He's still on the board. I um, am not, again, we talked about this last week. I'm not really sure why he's uh, not drafted earlier than that. When we, we've seen his upside, he played all 16 games last year. He only had one hundred yard game. That was his monster seven catch, 110 yards, three touchdowns game versus philly i think it's a brothelsberger thing i think people aren't sure what to make of claypool's value because he's a downfield receiver theoretically and people think 
Big Ben's arm is shot. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are worried about, you know, Big Ben and they don't really have a decent backup. So I think, you know, you got to worry about the receivers there. That's why I think once I think Najee Harris could be great. Um, I mean, because he's still here. He's going to get a lot of uh, run. There's no question about that. As a rookie, Najee Harris, definitely the most valuable skill player. Yeah. Uh, now I think I'm going to go between Aaron Rodgers and Justin Herbert here. There you go. Um, I think I'm just going to go with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, why not? <laughs> Why not? In the in the middle of the seventh round. All right, I'm gonna go with Claypool because he was okay. there and I was talking about him. Yeah. You didn't want to. So, you didn't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah, and I I feel like there's still there's still about four or five quarterbacks that I would appreciate to have as my starting every week quarterback, and uh, so I can let that go another round. Okay. Rodgers could could be great again this year though, and actually he's one of the one of the players I have been ending up with uh, in a, in a lot of mock, uh, mock drafts or drafts I've been doing this season on ESPN. Is that right? That is right. That's exactly right. But I'm definitely looking to quarterback now and then maybe I'll take two or maybe I'll get crazy. Maybe you will. I mean, I think here, I think it's start, it's time for me to start taking some shots with uh, rookies and high upside guys and I'm coming up in a pick or so. And I got an idea. Do you know? I wonder if we have the same idea. Maybe Leonard Fournette, right? Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe the guy ranked right under him. Running backs. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm just not quite sure. Yeah, Javante Williams is available. Yeah, yeah. for Denver. He uh I like him. Yeah, and you know, they're saying he is looking great and uh potentially going to eat into Gordon's workload from week 1 on in I Denver. mean, Gordon Gordon had a pretty decent season last year. It was kind of sneaky yeah. in terms at least in terms of fantasy and uh I think he's definitely still viable there, but I think it could be a situation like we saw with Jonathan Taylor last year in Indianapolis where, you know, they're still going to feed their guys and they're maybe start with Gordon, but eventually by the end of the year, Javante could be the guy there. Right. Now I'm going to take a look at how many quarterbacks are needed in these next, I got, there's about 10 picks, but it wraps back around. It snakes back and it looks like two, only two teams don't have quarterbacks. So I'm going to punt on that again because Tannehill hurts Burrow, Stafford. They're all still available. Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna go with not the aforementioned javante williams but i'm gonna go with devonta smith here okay the that's a good pick new uh philadelphia eagles receiver he's my fourth receiver and i am going to go with the aforementioned javante williams i think that's a solid pick see i think this is a good spot in the draft if you feel stable with your team before this to pivot, yeah. you know, and I, I do like to have three running backs around this time. Cause I don't want to be scrambling for running backs. I don't ever want to feel like I need to scramble for running backs and get into a position where I'm drafting uh, like 
some bullshit like I don't want, you know, like Jamal Williams from the from the Lions. Uh, you know, he's going to get drafted probably at some point. Like, and I think he's a fine player and he might score some touchdowns and be okay this year. But mm-hmm. uh, he's definitely not someone I want to own on my team. Who's you know this? what I mean? <laughs> uh, Javon. Jamal Williams, who's now Jamal with Williams. the uh, Detroit Lions, sort of playing yeah. second fiddle. He'll probably have a goal line role, though, too. If you can get him, like, maybe at the end of your draft, if you're a little light on running backs, I don't think it's a bad pick. Yeah, I just – I'm saying I don't want to be forced to take, like, oh, shit, I got three running backs, and he's the best available now in the 12th round. You know, I yeah. just don't want to be stuck in a situation like that. I get don't it. back me into a corner draft. Yeah, don't do that to him. It's not <laughs> but nice. it's but it's really up to yourself, you know. You, I think it starts with going with two running backs in the first two rounds. I really just think that seems to be the uh, the best strategy this year. And as we've seen, you got Michael Thomas in the third round as your receiver one. I mean, that's perfect. Honestly, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, that really worked out well. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And you think, it looks, you think Corey Davis is going to do anything with the Jets? Corey Davis with the Jets. I'm not going to draft him. I think there's too many um, too many players over there that I mean, might be nobody, okay. Your boy, Keelan Cole. Yeah, see, I like him. I like Jameson him. Jameson Crowder's back. Elijah and Moore. They, and they have Williams. a rookie. Yep, Elijah. Yep, exactly. So, I don't know. I'm not really going to stick my neck out on those players at this point. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to go with? You're on the clock. I am. You are. Hmm. Hmm. What are you going to do? What are you thinking? Talk, talk, walk us through your thought process here for Christ's sake. I'm looking at Henry. I'm looking, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Henry Ruggs. Um, uh-huh. looking at Jalen Hurts, looking at Noah Fant, looking at Ooh. AJ, looking at AJ Dillon, your boy Noah Fant. Mm. See, this is a good AJ spot Dillon, for him. Yeah. Looking at Joe Burrow. Um, okay. Mm. I mean, these are all like ownable players. For sure. Um we're at pick 102. Uh 102. I think I'm gonna beef up on running back here a little bit and i'm gonna go with aj dillon Ooh, okay so how you expect aj dillon to be startable this year i think if he can take over that goal line role because if i remember correctly um aaron jones wasn't always out there for the goal line and AJ Dillon was starting to get out there more and they were starting to trust AJ Dillon more like as if okay we drafted this guy we're getting him ready to take over that RB2 role and I think on that offense and you know Aaron Jones has been banged up in the past so I and you know just running back position I think that's a good handcuff guy because I think we're in the uh, in the time, well, yeah, we're we're in the time now where like you know you're looking at Ronald Jones, Naheem Hines. Um, That's right. I just, don't, the, I just yeah. don't value those guys as handcuffs more than I do AJ Dillon. Like I think if AJ Dillon gets a role, he's much better than Ronald Jones or Naheem Hines or Devin Singletary or. Why Zach. not? Yeah. Well, why yeah. not aim for a starter 
uh, at Who's that left? Pick. That's a starter. Could be Zach Moss, who Could I be. just drafted. Who I just drafted. And the Athletics' Joe Buscalia just yesterday reported that uh, Zach Moss could take over the backfield in 2021 if he continues I mean, he was starting to improve. To. He was starting to, but I know he had some issues with blocking. I knew he. Had, I know he had some issues um, in terms of a pass catcher, um, and they chucked the ball out there mm-hmm. a ton. They're a they're ton. saying he's got underrated receiving skills, and he's their best. He's clearly their best runner between the tackles. Uh, the way he runs, his style is a bit punishing. Yeah, and uh, and he's same with AJ Dillon. Right, but he had turf toe last season as a rookie. And, and Singletary is just not really a threat is basically, you know, he's been given a couple of chances and, you know, two seasons now, and he hasn't really done much uh, as with the shot to, you know, take the job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, yeah. So he is one of those guys that I've been ending up with a lot because that is an offense that scores a lot. He's obviously going to be the goal goal line back. If they, I mean, if it's not Josh Allen, it's not going to be Devin Singletary. So yeah, even in no, a PPR I, format, and I, and I hear you. Pick. I think I it's a good with pick. The, with the catches, I, you know, maybe. Yeah, he's not but I think AJ Dillon's not going to have a lot of catches either. Um, right. I'm just looking at it from like a touchdown standpoint. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think I think they're probably comparable. I think yeah. like you're right. I think Zach Moss has the edge in terms of like actually being the starter as the season comes out. Um, and maybe I missed him there. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should have taken Zach Moss there looking back at it, but um, I do like AJ Dillon's upside. Yeah. AJ Dillon, definitely a lot of upside. If, uh, if Jones were to get hurt that uh, he could be a top, top eight back. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm on the board and I'm going to go quarterback. Finally, Joe Burrow. That's a good pick. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good pick. I like that pick. Oh, who do I get? That's the question. You were going to go borrow? No, not necessarily. Like I mean, I'm looking yes. at tight ends like Irv Smith, Johnny Smith, Eric Ebron, Evan Ingram, yeah. Rob Gronkowski. Oh, Cole Beasley. What do you make of him at this point? <laughs> massive, massive CTE. Massive. Oh my God! What a um, what, yeah! I don't want to call him a moron, but uh, oh yeah, maybe because you may, definitely you, should call him a moron. <laughs> well, maybe you're right though. Um, with, with CT, so that's why I want to take. Oh yeah, big time CT. I'm sure he got in the hit in the head. He's had so many concussions. Um, I'm just gonna go. Hey, how how? Oh, let's go, Trevor Lawrence here. Why not? Okay, that's fun. That's fun. I mean, as yeah, a backup cool. to Rogers. Yeah, what are you gonna do? In case Rodgers, you know, throws a fit and doesn't play or something. I don't know. Right. Cole Beasley threatening to uh, retire, actually, um, after his best season as a pro. All because he doesn't want to take the vaccination, the COVID-19 vax. It's it's not even that he doesn't believe in it, Adam. It's just that he doesn't think that he should be forced to take it. And I understand. I do actually get that. And like, if I was working at a job I didn't like, I would be like, "Fuck you." And I, you know, if I, you know, but he's but, like, a, he's an NFL player. Here's the thing: he's got like an incredible opportunity to play on potentially Super Bowl winning team and make four point two million dollars this season that he would be forfeiting if he were to retire for this uh, 
you know, sort of asinine reason. I mean, no. I, I do get it. I, I don't want it, this to be a political stance that I'm taking. I just, no. I think it's more of an idiotic thing on his part. Like, oh, really, absolutely. Dude, take, the, take the money, get the vaccine. Absolutely. You should get the vaccine probably anyway. Everyone, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to get into the politics of it. Just be, it's, it's scary, not politics. Right? It's science, actually. It's science. Anybody that says it's politics, anybody that says it's politics has has very few brain cells. It's, <laughs> well, it's, I just it's about it's, it's just... about science. Well, because you're trying to not be yeah. controversial. You're you're okay. doing it. I'm I'm talking about the people that go, oh, it's a political statement for me by not taking the vaccine. I'm like, you are stupid. Yeah, that's um, uh because you're yeah well, let's not get into it uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with michael Pittman here oh that's a good pick i like michael Pittman a lot yeah i really like paris campbell too i do too i just worry about the injury and he's kind of a one-trick pony as far as i've seen in terms of just being a speed guy you mean fast as hell yeah but i mean just like i haven't seen him because they always see like oh he could be a slot guy and do all this stuff i just haven't seen it materialize because he hasn't been on the field all that much true i um, mean look at he, wow. he's yeah he played really he really only great. played the first game of the season and that was it last right year, nine so. targets six catches 71 yards though i, I mean, mean that's last that's season cool that's i will cool. say Last season, it looked like Paris Campbell was all set up to be Philip Rivers' new Keenan Allen in Indianapolis, and then he got hurt in whatever also, it was. Philip Rivers is over the hill. Was I mean, he's retired now. So um, yeah, but I think with Carson Wentz there, I think Pittman's the guy. It's possible. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely interested in whoever the guy is or whoever the guys are. I mean, so who else do they have? They got Michael Pittman, Ty Hilton. Hilton. They still have Ty guy. They got who, who uh, was really good at the end of the season, but they have Paris Campbell. I mean, those were the the guy. And then they have pretty great running backs too. They have Jonathan Taylor. They have Naheem Hines who catches balls, and they have um, uh, Marilyn Mack who's back. Yeah. And uh, let's see, Zach Pascal also on the roster. So yeah, he's he's okay. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. So yeah, so Paris, so all those guys as we, that we just mentioned are going to get run um, in the Indianapolis pass attack. Although Jack Doyle, he's still around. Let's see. Yeah, Jack Maybe Doyle's still are. there. And um, uh, what's his Mo'Ally face? Molly Cox. Yeah, who we both like. Yeah. I think I would go Paris Campbell here if I've uh, if I've got if he's still available in two picks. Paris I went Campbell. with. Um, Tony Pollard is my fifth running back in That's the 11th good, good round. Handcuff too. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Problem solved. Uh, now it could be a problem if I have uh, no one I can drop to get a starting running back though. In, yeah. in week seven uh, during that bye week, actually I, I dra- drafted Zach Moss who had a seventh round <laughs> bye week and <laughs> Claypool too. <laughs> So I guess I didn't keep an eye on that. <laughs> uh, might uh, as well week, just week seven yeah. is going to be a tough one. <laughs> I might as well just draft everyone in the in the seventh round yeah. <laughs> for the seventh round by now, just fourth of uh. the week. Although I kind of have to say that's one main reason why I end up joining a bunch of um, ESPN leagues that are kind of mostly disposable. Like I'll I'll change the lineup. You know I'm not doing a bunch of work on it. I'm changing the lineup for the most part, but uh, 
if one of the teams ends up showing like at four and oh or five and oh then i'll start playing and because i want to go undefeated <laughs> and i win a lot of these leagues that i that i join i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to give off the impression that i join these leagues and then abandon them and the, like you do and then uh you know uh, they're just, just bullshit i'm just a prick <laughs> Uh, so I went real, with Paris Campbell. Real, real jerk store. <laughs> so I feel like I've got a nice symmetrical roster right now. I've got one QB, one tight end, five running backs, and five receivers. You've got the same, mm-hmm. same exact dynamic. Mm-hmm. I think we've both got very solid teams at this point in the draft. Any players out there that you're surprised are still around? Let me look here. I'll give you one, and uh, I like. I'll probably target this player maybe next round. But Rashad Bateman, the uh, yeah, I like him. Yeah, I believe he was a first round draft pick. Um, yeah, twenty seventh overall pick in the draft for the Ravens, and we've seen two seasons of Hollywood Brown, and you know what? He's okay. He's okay. Is Rashad Bateman much better? I don't really know. He's uh, definitely promising, though, as a first-round pick. I kind of want to see what Hunter Henry does in New England. Yeah, sure. I think he's very, very, very interesting. Yeah, let's let's let's. let's you going with Hunter Henry? Henry. Yeah, you and then the person after me. Oh, but I think they're on auto today. Okay. Hunter Henry. Good. Yeah. Good pick. Um, I think I've ended up with him in a few of these um, if I'm drafting a backup tight end or just going late round tight end, which I will usually draft two if I do that. And he's definitely one of the people I target. I like him. I think he's a good player. I don't, I don't know how we got from um, he's destined to be the future Antonio Gates on the chargers to he, what is he now? He's a 12th round pick and maybe even a backup tight end in fantasy like that. That seems like a, that happened quickly. And uh, I know he's been injured, but now he goes to a team like new England. Who's got a storied history of featuring the tight end Mm -hmm. uh, and Mm -hmm. two of them even on on the roster at once as we've seen with uh gronk and uh aaron hernandez back in the day hernandez but, uh, but <laughs> yeah and we've got john new smith and hunter henry both on the patriots now so yeah i think they're both gonna have some fantasy value maybe they're gonna eat into each other sure maybe if you combine them they'd be a great fantasy player but you know what are you gonna do at the 12 in the 12th round what are you gonna do what more can you we're ask we're gonna pick up hunter henry we gonna pick your butt. Uh, yeah, I, actually, I'm doing that. <laughs> butt picking. picking Tyrell butt. Williams is on the Lions now. He moves from the Raiders to the Lions. Possibly opens up some more targets for your boy Darren Waller, or maybe the Raiders' first round draft pick last season, Henry Ruggs. What do you think about that? Yeah, could be could be you're on the clock now who are you looking at that's a good question let's hear your thought process uh let's see what running backs are available gus edwards gerald henderson tevin coleman philip Lindsay, daryl williams sony michelle man this is bleak <laughs> it's pretty bleak oh whew. might as well just not go with any of these guys 
it's pretty bad. I, w- I would say if you don't like David Johnson or don't, or think he's washed, then take a shot on Philip Lindsay because he's with Houston. I was, now I like, was looking at that. Yeah. He's a really good player and has only done great things in the league, given his size and opportunity um, and draft capital, which I think was nil. I think he was, yeah, I, th- I don't think he was drafted if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, uh, you know, he's going to be in the league for a while because he's a good player and he works hard. So, yeah, yeah. and obviously no one wants anyone on Houston. We don't even know who their starting quarterback is going to be. I guess it's Tyrod Taylor, if it's not going to be Deshaun Watson and really no one wants any Texan if it's, um, Tyrod Taylor, but what if it's Deshaun Watson? You know, we just don't know. We just don't know what's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. Happen. Oh, my gosh. I don't want any of I'm just going to go Tevin Coleman here. Ew. Gag me with a spoon. All those guys were gagged me with a spoon. <laughs> I'm going Bateman, Rashad Bateman. Uh, I think he's going to be more like a 10th round pick come actual draft time in, in August. And I got him in yeah. the 13th. I feel pretty good about that. I don't feel good about that pick I just made. No. I was just trying to get a running back that I thought could get some play. And I think he'll get some play. I mean, he's only battling a, like a fourth round rookie. This is what I'm talking about. You backed yourself into that corner. This is exactly what I was describing earlier in the dra- in the, uh, in this podcast episode, that was your fifth running back. Um, you know, maybe you should have gone fifth running back before earlier. second tight end, for example. You know, or just yeah, earlier. Yeah. I honestly, when I was looking at Hunter Henry, I was looking at running backs. Too. I've been looking at running backs every round since Trevor or since Mitt Pittman. So yeah, I was looking at running backs when I drafted Henry, and it was the same junk. Yep. Yeah, um, and there's not much out there now. <laughs> yeah. I certainly don't like uh, what's out there now. Um, maybe Ty Johnson is uh, or Philip Lindsay. I mean, is really I would say the only. The only guy I really like. I uh, now I'm. I, this is my last backup spot, so I'd probably either go quarterback, which if I was going to do that, I'd go Ryan Fitzpatrick here. Um, I think that's a really solid. Um, yeah, backup. Yeah, backup running back uh, quarterback to have, but maybe I don't really need to carry that on the roster. One guy I really think could be a breakout here is Tyler Higby. Yeah, and uh, and I say that because Gerald Everett is gone from the Rams. He's on Seattle now, and theoretically they're starting tight end, so he could have value because I think he's he was a good player. I actually liked him better than I liked Hawkinson, but or I'm sorry, uh, better than I liked um, Higby as a talent. But uh, obviously they were there together, and Higby sort of had that role because Everett had gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. Now he's alone. Yeah. And they've got Woods, they've got Cup, they've got a great running game with with Scam Acres, and they've got theoretically a better passing game with uh, staff infection slinging the ball around. I like the Rams, and I do think Higby could be a breakout uh, fantasy tight end this year. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go just because I feel like there's got to – this is his last year to really do anything is Rashad Penny. And I'll probably just Ooh. drop – Tevin Coleman mm. after this draft is over. Okay. Hey, I mean, Coleman could be a starter too. I mean, we might as well, if we're, if I'm singing praises of, of all the guys I draft, I might as well at least offer that spin. Um, Tevin Coleman <laughs> <laughs> used you. to be, used to uh, have some real 
potential in the league. Um, I think everyone was really excited when it looked like he was going to be the starting running back of the 49ers, but he kind of quickly washed out there with injuries. And now he's on the Jets. That kind of seems like where running backs, certainly veteran running backs, go to die. Yeah. Um, and now they drafted Michael Carter, who I don't know if he was drafted yet. Probably already he taken was. in this Yeah, in he this was draft. taken a little yeah. while ago. I, I mean, I think for me, I yeah, I just didn't really have anybody. I, like, I could see myself dropping Coleman and Penny very quickly. I just wanted some more running back depth. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, like I'm pretty good with my four wide receivers of Thomas Godwin, Chenault and Pittman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I would like to like hope that with all these guys, running backs I drafted, one will hit or two will hit. So I'll just have some better running back depth that could have potentially pushed Chenault in my flex. Okay. Let's read your team real quick. You've got Aaron Rodgers. You've got Trevor Lawrence. You've got Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris. You've got uh, Javante Williams. Aaron, what's his name? Aaron Dillon? No, uh, AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. Um, you've got Tevin Coleman and Rashad Penny at this point. Uh, you've got Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, LaVisca Chenault, Michael Pittman. Okay. Uh, who else? Who did I miss there? That's my wide receivers. That's, that's I have four. Right for receivers. Okay. Yeah. And you've got you've got uh, Logan Thomas, who everyone loves, and you've got Hunter Henry, who's a good a good shot. You know, you might take a shot on a mm-hmm. second tight end as good of anywhere anywhere to take a shot. Mm-hmm. So I think a pretty good team. I think um, I wish you had a little bit more depth personally, but uh, I, I think it's good. Yeah, this is my first draft, so I really didn't know how bleak it gets back there. So now I know. Now I know yeah. how bleak it eventually gets towards the end. Yep. Especially yep. for running, especially for running back. Yep. And I'll read mine, my team here. I got Joe Barrow as my only quarterback. I ended up with Zeke Elliott, Antonio Gibson, Chase Edmonds, Zach Moss, and Tony Pollard. And for receiver, I got Terry McLaurin, CD Lamb, Chase Claypool. Devonta Smith, Paris Campbell, and Rashad Bateman. Tight ends, TJ Hawkinson, Tyler Higby. So I like those. I like that team. I like this team a lot. Yeah. I think it's a good team. Yeah, thanks. Good job. Thanks. Well, this was a fun exercise. Uh, hopefully the fun. audience uh, enjoyed it. That was sort of a real-time approach to a draft. Um, coming from. It. Yeah, coming from someone who's practiced a bit so far this season and someone who really hasn't. Um, did anything stick out to you value-wise? Obviously, you know, you know, bypassing the, the situation um, we've already talked about. I, I, was, I, I mean, wide receiver seems like a pretty deep position. I was really shocked I was able to get Thomas and Godwin where I got them. Mm-hmm. Um, same with quarterback seemed pretty deep um, where I could wait. Like I got Aaron Rodgers and Trevor Lawrence – and I didn't even yeah. necessarily need to get Trevor Lawrence there. I guess there was just a fear of like, what if Aaron Rodgers does sit out or whatever. So um, that's what kind of pushed my But And then also the lack of depth with running back, I you know, mm-hmm. was something I definitely noticed. Um, 
And tight end seems to be the same sort of position it does every year where you got your, you know, a handful of elite guys. Then you guys got the tier right under there, which is only a handful. And then you got all these guys that are just kind of a question mark. Like, hey, yeah. they could be good. You know, it's kind of hard to say. For sure. Yeah, and the more I, I do these things, the more I think um, tight end you just keep waiting on. Although I'm pretty happy I got a, a shot at uh, TJ Hawkinson and don't feel like I sacrificed any other position to sort of take tight end early. So mm-hmm. I feel pretty good about that because I normally would. I guess it's because I waited on quarterback. And maybe that's a good way to go too this season, you know? But I think one thing that's definitely important is make sure you get five running backs on your roster before you feel like there's no other running back you want. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's like, I think if I were to do another draft, like right after this, I'd may like see that. But the thing is like when I drafted Chenault, like there wasn't, there wasn't any running backs. I was like, Oh, I got to have this guy for this flex spot. Maybe I should have taken chase Edmonds there. Like you did. Maybe um, knowing what I know now in terms of the depth of running back and the depth of wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think that would be my biggest thing is just watching the, the, the running backs and making sure I have some depth there before I start getting in and maybe like do a run on wide receivers a little bit later and still feel right. fine with that. Yeah, because I agree. I agree. I, I probably don't need six receivers when my fifth and sixth are Paris Campbell and Rashad Bateman. I like them both and I don't mind having them, but um, you know, when are they going to crack the roster? You know, are they actually ever going to crack my roster? I'm not sure unless they really break out. Yeah. It's hard to say. It's hard to say at this point, but only time will you know, tell. You just you try your best and you set your lineup and uh, into what you think is the best shot to score the most points. And uh, what more can you do, Adam? There's not much you can do <laughs> besides besides just you know. Let the fates decide. You just gotta let the fates decide. <laughs> uh, once once you once you let them decide, then you know. <laughs> I think new team name. Let the fates uh, decide. <laughs> uh, well, this has been a good uh, a good episode, Adam. Let's uh, let's do these more regularly. This is a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's great. I love it. Uh, sorry, I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Uh, <laughs> this is really ridiculous. I'm looking at tie dye colors for like tie dyeing shirts because I want to tie dye some shirts. <laughs> okay, well, good good thing to look at during a podcast. About fantasy football. <laughs> hey, we do have hey. our name. We do have our name for a reason. It's a it's a built-in excuse to do whatever the fuck we want. Take that bullshit. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back later. Hopefully next week. 